Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow. Grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, it's the iHeart app for the John and Ken on-demand podcast where you could listen to everything you missed. Yeah, so we got Friday going on, which means the Moist Line people will be here in the 3 o'clock hour. And, you know, the committee met this morning. They did get a hack for the dumpster. Uh, based on a story we covered yesterday, if you listen carefully to the show, you might figure out who it is. This person is going in the dumpster in the 3 o'clock hour. Never been thrown in the dumpster by us before. A of late, course, not really been on the radar except the past two years. So A very late entry. A late entry. But a worthy entry. But we're going to start. You know what I was looking at this morning? USA Today. Hmm, that's kind of a write-off left-wing. Uh, I Rag. gave up on them a long time ago, yeah. But but they did a story on Karen Bassetti's Inside Safe. Oh, it was kind of neutral. Yeah, I read it a couple of times to see. You don't get much out of it. The, the bottom line is something we talked about the other day. They're getting people out of the encampments to some extent. But they're putting them in hotel rooms. But how long is that going to last? Nobody mm. knows. And how much is that going to cost? And what can? What's the permanent housing solution? They don't have any of that. They don't have any of that. No, right? They take a thousand people off the street and they do a victory dance. And there's another forty plus thousand to go. Yeah, well, you think so, about hardworking people right now have trouble finding housing. But the ones that have the wherewithal and the brains go to a place where they can live and afford. If it's the Inland Empire or the Central Valley or well, another state, they do that. That's the solution to this. These people have to move elsewhere. You can't live in L.A. You can't afford it. It's like you can't afford a neighborhood. 
You can't afford to send your kid to a certain private school. You can't afford to shop at uh, at Nordstrom's. Can't go. Right. So that's it. That's the answer. You can't go. You you you're, you haven't uh, accumulated enough wealth to live here. So is this the ultimate example of entitlement? That since I can't afford all those things, I'm just going to stop here and throw my stuff down in this park. Right. Be because I want <laughs> until you find me a permanent home. Right. And and all these people, m many of them, if not most of them, wandered in from somewhere else. Yeah, laid down their uh, their tent, their sleeping bag, and said, okay, I'm not a citizen of L.A. What do you got for me? That's right. But I like it. This is close to the beach. It's shady here. L.A.'s got good weather. Yeah, minimum beach view. I'll stay here until you figure out what you got for me. I want at least 3,000 square feet. I'd like, I'd like a, like a two-bedroom. So we begin with Bassetti. And it looks like uh, more than, what, more than Bassetti got booed during this? Uh... This was... Uh, on, on the west side, it's the corner of Pico and Midvale where Bassetti and the local city council hack, Katie Yaroslavsky, want to put some kind of homeless shelter. And because there's a lot of homeless in the area fouling the place up. It's it's it, even though it's near Pico, it's a, it's a residential area. And what's fascinating, you'll hear the residents want nothing to do with this. And this is normally a Bassetti-type crowd, I know, because there were quite a few people wearing masks. <laughs> and to see people oh. uh, booing while wearing masks, I, uh, that was a new experience. This is near the West Side Pavilion, if you know where Overland is, Pico, that area. I used to go to the movies there a lot. That's a nice neighborhood. John is right. I've walked yeah. through there a few times. And when this story came up, two listeners sent it to us. This is like a week ago. And I said, this is probably going to create a stir. Yeah. Because it's it's not really an encampment. I think it's going to be like tiny homes. What they're going to put up something for like thirty? I think vagrants. Some some kind of homeless project that would make them residents of the neighborhood. There you go. And Yaroslavsky's answer is, well, they're here. They're your neighbors already. Let's just find them a suitable place <laughs> no, to sleep. No. <laughs> no. These people didn't fall into homelessness from that neighborhood. All right. So the report here is coming from uh, Fox 11. It's Ed Laskos. And uh, there was a meeting. I guess the residents showed up to discuss uh, this plan. And uh, Bass and Yaroslavsky are there. And here's, this, here's the report. Your councilwoman, I believe, is taking... Proud the L.A. mayor hit with a chorus of hissing and boos. It's the emotional fallout after the L.A. City Councilwoman Katie Yaroslavsky unveils her plans for new housing for the homeless. Our homeless people on our streets, many of whom used to be housed in our neighborhoods. No. The controversial project is the latest attempt to solve L.A.'s exploding housing crisis by setting up interim beds here on Pico Boulevard in the west side. It's a partnership that's tied to L.A. Family Housing, which already operates this facility for the homeless in North Hollywood. Non-stop. There's always someone fighting, screaming, and yelling. There's been a few people shot as well. Oh. A few people who's been stabbed. Uh, it's just insane. The North Hollywood homeless facility already sharply rejected by many neighbors there. It's a growing controversy reported earlier this week exclusively here on Fox 11 News. The one in North Hollywood is a building, not many houses. And the, they did not clear 
the sidewalks. People are in tents on the sidewalk besides the people in the building. But the councilwoman not backing down. Her office saying they have a good plan in place. There will be 24-7 security on site. Yeah. So we've, we think we've got a good plan, but we wanted to be able to talk about it with the community. For now, this Westside community left with many questions and concerns about the homeless crisis that many here say just isn't going away anytime soon. You need to have services, but you also need to have housing for those to be effective. Right now, people are just running around, even if they are dangerous, and there's no security whatsoever. So it's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't just wish these this, these people disappeared. Now live, it's the mayor who ends this meeting early, about 10, 15 minutes after it began because of all the booing. The <laughs> councilwoman's office admits they have a good plan, but they admit that they've got to come up with a better way to present that plan at the next meeting to try to keep, as they were saying, everybody calm so they can at least hear what's being talked about. But you know yourself, whenever you talk about putting a, a homeless shelter in somebody's neighborhood, you bet there's fireworks. That's right, Ed Lascos. There is fireworks. And you know it's bad when you say, well, we're just going to put them, give them a nice place to live, but we have to have 24-7 security? Yeah. What does that say? That's what they promised in Venice for Garcetti's they did, right? bridge, the bridge home. home. And that was a disaster that destroyed the neighborhood. Yes. All right? So you people, and this is like borderline, the, the section is called West Los Angeles, and it looks to be just a, a little bit to the east of Rancho Park. Uh, just south of Pico. And if if there's anybody listening from that neighborhood, you better fight this to the bloody death here. Because you let Yaroslavsky's nutty idea take root, you're in a lot of trouble. Because these people, first of all, you show me which one of these people actually lived in the neighborhood. That neighborhood's too expensive for this crowd. Because if you see the video in this Fox 11 story, you know, these people are complete meth freaks or fentanyl freaks right yeah they're 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 incapable of living in a civilized society anymore because they do shout and they do scream and they do fight and 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 they brought all their garbage and their tents and and just their chaos with them and i don't know where they're from but i guarantee you i guarantee you none of them was owning a home in that neighborhood and also in that report i think they mentioned something like this in north hollywood but i go to venice after they set up these kinds of situations, bridge home, encampments, whatever, a bunch of other people begin to camp outside the encampment. Yes. Sort of a new little homeless encampment forms because it's like, well, there's probably services here and I can just take the place of the people that are now in the encampment and I'll just be on the waiting list. So I'll just start. So something begins to grow outside of whatever well, they set because up. Because none of these people are ever going to work. And none of these people are ever going to get off the drugs. So while you give them a roof for the night, they're going to be wandering around outside during the day doing their drugs, all the same activities they're doing now. And they'll be doing it in 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 this, whatever this shelter is going to be. They're going to be snorting meth, smoking crack, taking their fentanyl pills or injecting themselves with heroin, whatever their method is, drinking. They're going to be crazy people. And yeah, their friends are going to come. And that building is going to be a hangout. That's going to be, you know, the, the, the public center of the community. You have to get them all out. Kater Yaroslavsky is lying to you. Karen Bass is lying to you. Trust me, they're lying, they're lying, they're lying, they're lying. No neighborhood that got one of these crazy developments is happy about it. All right? Say goodbye to your property values. I mean, it, say goodbye to your safety. Your kids won't be able to, you won't be able to walk your dog. Your kids won't be able to play in the streets. These are drug addicts, mental patients, and criminals. Remember, the, the prison system sends 3,000 felons a year into L.A. County. New, newly minted homeless. Yeah, that's right. That was a great story. You know, Not a great story it, for us.
All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Hey, we'll be talking to Steve Gregory, KFI News. He'll be stopping by for a story on <laughs> Metro Security. Um, you know, John, I saw the headline. Taylor Swift's concert last night at SoFi was emotionally... Carth- uh, <laughs> what's that word? Cathartic. Cathartic, right. Emotionally cathartic. So, uh, you know, they want people to ride the buses and trains to get to SoFi the next you know, <laughs> We just had a horrible stabbing yeah. shooting situation occur not that far, Crenshaw. You know, I, I can't think of a better place for young women to be than in a metro uh, train or bus. I mean, that is so safe. I mean, posi- absolutely positively, you will not get physically assaulted or shot or stabbed or set on fire. No chance of that happening. Well, if it's wow. old... Taylor Swift fans all together taking over the whole train and bus. You know, maybe the vagrants will move on, the drug addicts and the thieves. We'll, we'll run out screaming. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a catharsis? Uh, no. Deborah, you? you? Did you ever have a catharsis? Is that done in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think you need somebody to mop up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Is that like a realization? No, it's some sort of a... a it, like a, a massive emotional release. It sounds like oh. you have, John. Oh. It's... Uh, I don't know if I have. I'm not. I'm not. How would I know if I did? I don't know. You're really into it, so I thought maybe you were dying to tell us. Maybe I I'd, I'd leave a puddle behind. I don't know. No. Well, we turn to you because it seems like you, Deborah Mark, would have something like that occur where you really just had this moment where mm. all of your emotions came together and you really, you know, just. If anyone would have a catharsis, yeah, it would. I'll be. have to think about it. Is it like a breakthrough? What does it mean? Like a no, I think you let out either all your oh, tension, your okay. sadness, your. You know, so like the old story where somebody dies and nobody shows any emotion for days and then suddenly one day, blah. Right. They're wailing and screaming. I do have a little one. When I gave birth to my son, he came out, he wasn't breathing because the cord oh. was wrapped around his neck. It was really scary. And I thought, I thought he was going to die. The, the, the OBGYN was in there. They couldn't find the um, anesthesiologist. And there was this feeling that started from my head all the way down to my toes, like this feeling of warmth. And I knew he was going to be okay. And mm. literally after that feeling left my body, he started crying and he was fine. That was so, her little angel. Yes. Oh. My guardian angel. A your, miracle your, something. Your mother's energy. Yes. Well, that, that could be a catharsis. Yes, yeah. there you go. All right. All right. Steve will be by after 1.30. Well, we're going to do an update story now on something we talked about yesterday. We just talked about the vagrants on the west side and sticking them in a property near the west side pavilion, which didn't go over well with the neighborhood. Uh, this is uh, really uh, an underreported story, although we learned a few months ago, Spectrum News did a story on it. This is, they're calling it the RV Wasteland. Holly Mitchell is an L.A. County supervisor. That's the only government that would be overseeing this area, which is in an area of East Gardena and West Rancho Dominguez. Uh, if you're familiar with that part of Los Angeles County, it's considered unincorporated. It's an industrial area, too. Right. So that's why you might think, all right, well, if the vagrants are going to park their RVs anywhere, it should be somewhere where there's not. But there's people. In fact, this story, uh, which we're going to play you from ABC reporter Rob Hayes, they did have a gathering to discuss this. And it says that hundreds of uh, people showed up to uh Uh, voice their objections and get this thing moving. So let's play the story. If you thought more than 20 RVs packed onto a Silmar lot was bad, or the roughly 60 RVs lining Forest Lawn Drive, well, then you probably haven't been here lately. Literally two straight blocks of RV garbage, RV garbage. 
These are the streets of East Gardena and West Rancho Dominguez, where more than 500 beat up, run down, and unsafe RVs have overrun block after block after block, says the Harbor Gateway Chamber of Commerce. Local residents and business owners have had enough. Today, more than 100 of them packed a warehouse to meet with local government and law enforcement officials. We're just trying to get the streets clean and safe. And this is more than just a nuisance problem. Lack of any kind of real sewage system means there are hundreds no. of people with no way to dispose of their human waste. Again, there is a lot of human waste, much of it ending up in the stormwater runoff drains, which pour right into our coasts untreated. <laughs> yeah. you know, approximately 9,000 gallons a month what? of human waste flowing to the ocean out of these RVs. It's an environmental disaster and it needs to be cleaned up now. Making matters even worse, there are more than 100 children living in these RVs. Oh the County Sheriff's Department says 27 RVs have already been removed over the past few weeks. Oh, 27. But doing so is <laughs> rife with obstacles. The tow companies that we were working with, one, didn't have room in their yard and weren't equipped to deal with the hazardous waste. The area affected sits in unincorporated L.A. County inside the district of Supervisor Holly Mitchell. Yep. She didn't show up for today's meeting, of course not. but one of her representatives says Mitchell's office is rolling out its new RV pilot program in whole later this month, but can't say how long it'll take to clear these streets. Supervisor Mitchell completely agrees with them that we need to be, the county needs to move faster. And she's been on for two years and we completely understand that the residents have lived with this for longer than the two years that she's been in office but the people who live and work here say they needed this action months ago that they're surrounded by filth and rising crime just last night someone was shot and killed there we go. at the corner of redondo beach boulevard in maine this is a community at its breaking point we're business people you can't make money when you're in the middle of this kind of a toilet <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to end the story. <laughs> yes, you can't make money when you're in the middle of this kind of toilet. See, 9,000 gallons, they said, is uh, yeah, pushed out to the ocean every day. And, and her stupid uh, her, her stupid spokes hole is going, well, you know, she's, she's been uh, there for two years. As if it, that's too short a time to have an effect, right? There's no way you could possibly tow 500 RVs in two years. By the way, that spokes hole, the name is Izalia Grecian. Senior Deputy on Housing and Homelessness. Yeah, so good, that's her job. Good job, Azalea. Uh, for Supervisor Holly Mitchell. No, they're, they're, uh, Holly Mitchell's a failure, and she's a nut. Because we saw her story uh, yesterday that, I guess, Channel 7 ran. And you just take a look at her, okay? Bug eyes. I, there's nothing going on there. And she's done nothing for two years. All right, I'm sure these people have been screaming at her repeatedly for, for years and years, just like Bassetti and Yaroslavsky. They're they're all talk. They have no. They just don't care about your problems. They wish you would stop calling them. Stop bothering them. They're busy. And we can contrast that to the other RV encampment we've been talking about. That's at the Bologna the Bayona wetlands, right? At least Tracy Park is trying to do something. She may have cleared out a thousand feet worth of RVs. We're going to have a guest on after. Two o'clock, Friends of the Jungle, who are, of course, very interested in getting that area cleared on the west side of Los Angeles. All right, when we come back, Steve Gregory will be here. Because Metro wants you to know it's safe to go to SoFi to see Taylor Swift. So get on the bus, get on the train. Don't worry about people with guns or knives.
John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock. iHeart app has the John and Ken On Demand podcast. Yeah, well, we're joined by Steve Gregory in studio here with a story on lovely Metro. And, of course, (laughs) uh, they're in a bit of a PR bind because, well, they're trying to get everybody to take the bus and train to go see... Taylor Swift at SoFi Stadium. Uh, well, something ugly just happened the other day with uh, a guy with a gun and a guy with a knife. And yeah. the guy with the gun lost. Yeah, kind of like a duel, I guess, they were having. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, the knife guy won. Yep. And, and uh, now you're supposed to tell the uh, Taylor Swift fans that uh, everything's Met- fine. Metro's safe. Yeah, in this case, don't ever bring a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, I know. That kind of goes against the kind of goes against. Don't bring a gun to a knife fight. Yeah. Well, fortunately, John, for you to get to the concert, you had car service, so you were fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah, John was there last night. He, John's a Swifty. Yeah. Don't I look like a Swifty? 
In fact, every time she changed costume, I changed costume. Oh, wow, right in the stands. Actually, I can't name one song. So. I th well, I think you identify as a Swifty, right? Uh, only at home. <laughs> only Did you Friday, see they told Friday people, nights. if you can't get a ticket, do not expect to come to the parking lot and dance because you can hear the music outside. Yeah. We're not going to let you. Oh, yeah. Wow. So this is what's happening now because of what's going on, what Ken just mentioned, and Transit Bureau with the Sheriff's Department, Transit Division with LAPD, Long Beach PD, those are the three primary agencies that provide security for the, the transit services, uh, and MTA has its own security service. They had to get together and figure out what they were going to do for this because they, they were anticipating, obviously, record number of crowds coming. So they basically pulled out the playbook from the Super Bowl, and they sort of blew the dust off that playbook, opened it up, went through it, and said, okay, let's deploy the same number of resources here and there. So what they were doing, and then – the events of, you know, recently with the stabbing and um, the other violence, they were pulling officers and deputies from the lower crime lines or lines with lower crime and redeploying them on the expo line, which is the primary one that goes over to SoFi. Mm -hmm. So they've basically pulled from all the other areas in the uh, region mm -hmm. and putting them all on this line so that you've got presumably... I was told that you'll have armed presence on almost every train. And they're going to have to do this for a week, right? This is a for week as long as the concerts. concerts. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. is, there a, is there a train that goes right to SoFi, or do you have to get on a bus after the train? Because I remember mm -hmm. with going to Rams games, there was the green line, but that's a little further south, and people got on a bus, and the bus took you to the stadium. I the Expo line, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. It's, uh, that you can get to the Coliseum with. but I don't My know understanding... I, doesn't uh, the Expo line go into Santa Monica? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. The yes, line goes it does. East, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Long Beach for a second there. No, it goes to Santa Monica. See, I don't know all these routes because I don't. I'm not you a purveyor of a because you no. don't want to get stabbed, shot, or set on fire. No. That's understandable. But you're an inquisitive reporter. We thought you would spend a day on these trains and buses I to did. show us what. Yeah, I was live with you guys. Oh yeah, that you day. did. That's right. I yeah. did. I went to Long Beach. Yeah, but I had to make sure I had security with me. <laughs> oh, did, oh, did you have an ambassador? No, they didn't have an ambassador. They weren't around yet. <laughs> they weren't around. Oh. But I was told they were also doubling the number of ambassadors. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but obviously we had a concert last night. It kicked off. Did a lot of people take the trains or buses? Or? Yes. They said there was a noticeable increase in ridership last Is night. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And they're expecting this weekend because people, you know, for, for the reasons that it exists, they don't want the parking lot chaos people don't want to go into the parking yeah it's not a good there. parking situation no. it's so far yeah i've been there i was there for a preview thing for the super bowl i, I found that weird because they started that stadium from scratch they've got a lot of land but it just seems like the, the the few times i've gone there the parking situation is as absurd as dodger stadium i i didn't understand why, why didn't they do it right they made nice grounds. There's a whole water thing out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, so, it's, I can't park in the water though. I know. But I didn't want. To make I never understood that either. It's well. I mean, look at LAX. The people behind LAX. They didn't think that airport was going to grow someday. Yeah. But isn't it what we always think it is? They don't want cars, so they're not going to build parking. I don't think people at with the LAX situation. I don't no, think that's they were a long thinking time that ago, far right? ahead. Whereas people like at Denver International, they okay. put the airport. They want to encourage thirty miles out of town. They want to encourage right. mass transit, but there's people getting shot, stabbed, sure. and, and and set on fire. So I mean, it, no matter how many press releases they put out and, and happy talk uh, horse manure, people read the news. They see it on television. I you think can, they're not fooling anybody. 
Ridership's way down. I think they're going to put medical cots complete with defibrillators and everything at the end of every train car now so that they have on-site <laughs> medical <laughs> triage services right there. They'll be able to go ahead and administer you know, oh, first, medication, first aid, <laughs> minor stitches. The last rites? Are they going to have a priest there? The chapel will be in the front of the... Uh, I see. You don't want to put a chapel in the back. <laughs> you want to put it in the front. So there'll be a prayer chapel in the front. It's not free because I got a free bus to Dodger Stadium from the Harbor Gateway Transit Center. So yeah. I always wonder if they're giving the Swifty fans any no. kind of free. No, they're not. Because it's a little pat on the head for not taking your car. We'll let you drive for free, <laughs> ride for free. Yeah. We'll, we'll put well, you in the no stabbing car. <laughs> pick your violence car. Um, pick your preferred attack method. I mean, we're all sitting here joking. I mean, but they uh, happy to say, you know, I talked to LAPD today about it, and they said they had absolutely no issues at all last night. Um, I think that with that armed presence, and this goes back to what the sheriff's department was doing when they were doing operation, uh, safe travel mm -hmm. under the Via Nueva. Um, when he put all his extra deputies on these trains, they had a 76% drop in violent crimes on the train in that experimental 30 days or 60 days. I can't remember if it was one or two months in, in that period, they had a 76% drop in violent crime because they had armed presence on those trains. So there shouldn't be a debate about this anymore. Well, again, if you look Just at... Just spend what, the money, hire the officers, get re, it done. Remember, you go back to what the Public Safety Advisory Council, that ad hoc committee of the MTA, uh, that said that uh, the the riders were scared of having armed presence. They all the stop it. And then when you look at the actual <laughs> oh, survey... They're, they're liars. When you look at the actual survey that was rife with leading questions <laughs> um uh, you know would you would you rather have a a, a a a nice person with a pleasant personality in an orange vest or a big burly mean police officer <laughs> with, with all a sorts gun, of weapons hanging with off all right? kinds of weapons hanging <laughs> off which would you like you know those kinds of questions and so i'd like the big burly man yeah. myself but <laughs> of course you you identify as swifty so that's why uh, that survey, if you really look in, in deep in the survey, the majority of people preferred having armed presence on there. But the way it was crafted makes yeah. it look very opposite. So um, it's, it's I think it's proven beyond a shadow of a doubt now in all the times we've been covering this, whether me and news or you on talk, um, that armed presence on these trains and buses uh, makes a significant difference in the in a person's safety. So they are beefing it up for the Taylor Swift shows. Yeah, absolutely. Is it going to be... Sheriff's Department, or it says here in the story, there might be some private security used. Well, that's the that's the Metro security folks that well they bring. Oh, the, okay. If they have any sense, they should be terrified of a terrible event because that would be international overwhelming. The coverage well, would be massive. I will tell you that part of the Super Bowl protocol has to do with exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, you've got counterterrorism people that are already keenly aware of what's going on. Because not only are you going to have more presence on the trains, you will have more presence on the platforms. Right. So that that is that's stuff that's already that's stuff you don't even see that's going on behind right. the scenes. And the undercover officers, I will tell you, are mm -hmm. are increasing in numbers as well. You've got a lot of undercovers that ride those trains too. Yeah, because it says here, aggravated assaults reported by Metro are up 72% from 2019 to this year. But part one crime, homicides, thefts are slightly down. What I mean, aggravated assault means what? You just push somebody or? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Exactly. Aggravated assault. Yeah, yeah, just it kind of push, shoves, punch, hmm. um, that kind of stuff. Now, is that... On the transit or just in, in it's general? It's Metro, L.A. County Metro. Metro, Metro, right, okay. Right.
All right, Steve, thank you. You got it, guys. All right, Steve Gregory, KFI News, covering the story that Metro wants to make sure people going to see Taylor Swift at SoFi feel safe getting on the trains and Metro trains and buses to get there. More coming up, Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 2 o'clock, uh, we're going to welcome back to the show Lucy Hahn. She's with Friends of the Jungle. <laughs> Sounds like a nice group. Uh, anyway, they have been uh, very active in trying to get uh, the Biona wetlands cleaned up from all the RVs, vans, and everything else that's parked there along Jefferson Boulevard. We told you earlier this week, uh, Councilperson Tracy Park came on the show. They have cleared out about 1,000 feet uh, from that area, and they hope to clean it up more. This is in Playa del Rey on the west side. And what I thought we'd do, because we'd like to independently verify, bring on somebody that's not in political office to talk about if it's looking good and how it's going. And this has been a horrible, horrible sight for anybody that's driven through that area for years as this RV encampment has grown now. It's not at the level of the one we talked about earlier this hour down there in uh, East Gardena and Rancho Dominguez, but because uh, that's hundreds. Mm -hmm. But this was enough. And this is a, an environmentally sensitive there, area. And there's no excuse for the city not being able to tow RVs. No. I, I do not want to hear any excuses at all. Do it. Okay, hook up the RVs and go drive them out somewhere and find a place to put them. Stop it. Stop it with your, well, you know, we're working on it. And, you know, we, we, we just don't have the space. And the, the, the tow company that we Bring a huge compactor and just smash them down into a tiny little metal thing. And yeah, they're worthless anyway. They don't even run. No, it's garbage. Take it to a place, yeah, that 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 uh, crushes metal, metallic garbage. Right. It's landfill material. And besides the fact we found in a touching moment earlier this week on the John and Ken show that John is very sensitive to butterflies. And there is a particular species called the El Segundo Blue Butterfly mm. that is endangered by right. uh, all the stink. By, by the filth and, and the sewage. In fact, what was in... Uh, that that story of uh, we just did in uh, in L.A. County, right, with the with the five hundred RVs. Yeah, that's in nine, East Gardena. Nine thousand gallons oh, of, of human sewage. waste yeah. sewage going into directly to the ocean. Into the ocean. It's like a pipeline. Nine thousand. This this is Holly Mitchell's Los Angeles, right? She's had, she's content with nine thousand gallons of human sewage going into the ocean. Uh, we're we're working on it. We don't have a place to tow the RV. I've only been in office for two years. That's right. That's right. Oh, okay. What is they used to, they used the term a soft approach we're taking. Soft. That means you send somebody there to talk to the RV people. You know what? Weeks, months, years to try to gently get them to leave. No more discussion. Your 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 policies failed. Failure. You've tried it for many years now. None of them worked. Let's go back to towing the RV and taking it out of the county. Now, speaking of policies, finally this was put together nicely by a writer opinion piece in the Washington Post of all places. Charles Murray, I think he's with one of the think tanks. We've talked from time to time on the show over the years about broken windows policing. Oh, this yeah. is a Rudy Giuliani thing, and he's in the news this week, isn't he? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and William Bratton, the police Bratton, chief who was police chief here too, and here too. Yeah. Well, what Murray did, and he really, uh, really crunched the numbers and the statistics, but he's making the case. And let me just read this part of it. The national crime story over the past seventy years tells of a disastrous rise in crime in the sixties and seventies 
followed in the 90s and 2000s by one of the greatest successes of social policy, a steep decline in crime. Policy analysts still argue about the reasons. I will not try to adjudicate the competing claims made for changes in policing or increased incarceration or economic and cultural factors. But it's a fact that the progress occurred after many large cities, including New York, Los Angeles and Washington, adopted a new public safety philosophy, broken windows policing. And don't you think, especially in the times we're living in now, the homelessness thing falls into this category? Yeah. It wasn't as prevalent back in the 80s when they started to do this in 90s. Uh, here's what it is. Uh, the argument that making arrests for minor offenses heads off a sense of lawlessness that invites serious crime. These offenses are ones for which police could make an arrest, but ones that they instead choose to ignore depending on the circumstances. Offenses that don't physically harm anyone or steal property, but they're insults to public order. That's a good way to put it. People say, what's the harm of him just sitting there on the bench, the homeless guy with his tent? He's there all night and day. He's not stealing from anybody. He's just. But that's what the problem is. Well, it leads because, to public disorder. Yes, because then homeless man stands up. He starts doing drugs in public. He starts urinating and defecating. The drug taking leads to him uh, engaging in aggressive behavior. Suddenly he's pushing and shoving and stealing from people walking by him. Whereas if you just made him move along for vagrancy, none of that happens in that spot, right? It's going to go, he's going to have to go somewhere else. It's not going to be in your neighborhood. And, and if you allow graffiti and vandalism, then bad guys wandering around say, oh, all right, bad neighborhood here. Uh, police don't, uh, there's no police presence here. And, and looks like the local residents don't really care. So what are they going to, they're going to feel at home. They're going to feel comfortable. They're going to start collecting, engaging in, in more quality of life crimes. Yeah. So the kinds of things he's talking about with broken window crimes, vandalism, theft of services, uh, vagrancy, public drunkenness, lewd behavior, prostitution, loitering, disorderly conduct. These are minor offenses, but if you don't do anything about them, they can lead to bigger problems. And all that stuff is, is disgusting to have to deal with if it's your neighborhood, if it's your park. Oh, it's depressing. To, and it should, hurts property values and it hurts your desire to stay where you are. I don't want to be around vagrants doing any of that stuff. And, and, and I don't care about the reasons. I don't care about your arguments. I want that out of the neighborhood, out of the park. And it used to be unanimous. Virtually every person said, yes, I don't want that out of my park, out of my neighborhood, and they would force their council people and the police department to keep keep it clean. And then, I don't know, one day, everybody gave up on that. And now it's gone to hell. And everybody's going, I don't understand what happened. It didn't used to be like this. So he points out that back in 2013 to 2014, that's like 10 years ago, L.A. did use flash incarceration. Now, we've made fun of flash incarceration because sometimes that's what they're doing with the really evil state prisoners who violate their probation. They throw them into a county jail for a few days. But but L.A. used to do this for these kinds of broken window crimes we talked about. And the city stopped arresting people for vagrancy down 98 percent, failure to appear in court down 98 percent and contempt of court down 91 percent. So this is what we're talking about. Everybody just gave up. And when you give up, this is what you get. You get the streets overrun with homelessness and drug use and all the other problems that go with that. Same thing happened in New York and pretty much in Washington, D.C., according to his analysis. So, Well, because the, 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 the low-level criminals and the vagrants, if they're constantly being put in jail for 10 days at a time, will, will either change their behavior or change the location of their behavior. But to go from putting on nearly 5,000 
low-level criminals away to almost zero. I mean, it was really almost zero. Right. And, and the same thing with the vagrancy and, and all the other minor crimes. Well, now you see what happens. And if we it, think that three strikes was another reason why we had a nice period of low crime in California, along with the idea in the was. cities of the broken window policing was given up on. And this is part of the reason we are where we are. Yeah, it's, it's shocking. You enforce the law, the criminals are held at bay. If you don't enforce the law, then they run wild. All right, when we come back, we're going to get a resident's perspective on what's been going on on the west side there in the Biona wetlands in Playa del Rey, where there's been a horrible uh, parking of RVs now for years. And the story is that at least a thousand foot stretch of it has gotten cleaned up. Tony and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, uh, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side-by-side, side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter.